Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode three of the Hi, My Name is Life podcast. And this is our first mini episode as well. I'm your host, Aaron. So, yeah, so this is our first mini episode. I can't, unfortunately, do a full episode because I'm currently recovering from surgery that I had last Wednesday. I can only kind of chill at my desk for a short period of time before the pain is a little too much to handle. But, you know, I came prepared. You know, I took an oxy beforehand. So we're getting into a happy place, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I wanted to make sure that I got an episode out this week and not skip a week. So doing this little mini show, something super quick and easy and going to talk about uh, my surgery because why not? So last Wednesday, I had a bilateral breast augmentation surgery. In layman's terms, uh, I had a breast implants put in and there's a bit a little bit of a story on to why I made this decision to have the surgery in the first place. But that was what I had on Wednesday. It was, you know, an in and out procedure. You know, obviously I was put under. So let's talk about the surgery and how I came about making this decision. It wasn't an easy one to make because I, you know, I like to stay as natural as possible. But the reasoning for this surgery that I've been contemplating Ever since I had my bottom surgery back in October of last year, which kind of sparked it. Of course, one of the prerequisites of having bottom surgery is that you need to stop taking hormones around a month before surgery. So you can kind of like get majority of the medication out of the system. And so that means I had to stop taking my progesterone and estradiol, which is estrogen, around a month prior prior to surgery. And I was told that, you know, because one of my main concerns with stopping hormones was that I would start reverting back because obviously if you don't have the the estrogen in your system and stuff. So I, I was I was afraid that I would be taking steps backwards and all that. And then obviously stopping the progesterone. I was also worried was having reduction in the breasts. And I was told that uh, I shouldn't have any noticeable reduction, but, you know, I quickly noticed changes happening and going into bottom surgery, I lost about half a cup, maybe a little bit more than that, because it was very noticeable, you know, looking at pictures prior to stopping. And then, you know, that after that month of not taking hormones, there was a drastic change. My boobs got smaller and... I wasn't super happy about that because I was kind of assured that it wouldn't. I was no longer, you know, filling the bras that I've always worn. So that's been, that's kind of made things a little bit difficult post-surgery. You know, when I started to see my primary care to track the recovery of my bottom surgery, you know, I told, I told them that I've lost about a little more than a half a cup. And I was kind of assured again that once I get back onto estrogen and get back onto progesterone that, you know, what I lost would come back. Unfortunately, it didn't, you know, and I waited a good amount of time, probably around six, seven months post-op and I wasn't getting any growth back. And that was becoming an issue with my body dysphoria 
because, you know, looking at photos and being looking at what my breasts used to be and looking at myself in the mirror and remembering what I had and seeing how much I lost, you know, it was it was hard because obviously, you know, my breasts closely aligned to feeling feminine and it just wasn't growing back. And every time that I looked in the mirror, my dysphoria would just skyrocket through the roof and didn't really matter what people would say. You know, they would always say, oh, my God, your boobs look fantastic. Your boobs look, remember, you know, wonderful. And I'm like, no, they were a lot better before surgery. So, you know, the dysphoria started to get worse and worse. That's when I started thinking about top surgery, because quite frankly, all I wanted was to get back what I lost. I took my time making the decision. I always want to make sure that I'm 100% positive before I make any decisions to do anything. So I started to think about it really seriously. I reached out to, I like to call him my project manager at my uh, medical insurance that I have because they have a transgender program that obviously you can join for free if you're a member of my insurance. You know, I have Kaiser of Washington they are probably the best insurer insure when it comes to transgender care. You know, they cover everything. They cover surgeries, electrolysis, laser, travel to surgeries. They just added that to the program. So now they reimburse you to travel for surgeries or anything like that, which is really, really nice benefit that they provide. Uh, so I reached out to them and kind of like started talking about the option of breast implants. And luckily, you know, Kaiser had plastic surgeons on staff. So, you know, everything would be under the Kaiser roof, uh, which is really, really helpful because I'm on disability. I'm on their financial assistance program, which Anything that I do within a Kaiser facility is covered by them. All I have to do is pay for my insurance premiums, which is huge, especially for uh, a surgery like this. Since it's in a Kaiser facility and a Kaiser surgeon, I wouldn't have to pay anything, which is awesome. But I've already depleted my out-of-pocket deductible, so it doesn't really matter anyways. Anywho... That's when I started the conversation and that's when my little project manager set up some referrals to talk to one of the plastic surgeons in Kaiser to get a little bit more information of what's involved. And pretty much the conversation was, you know, kind of the technique, whether or not the surgeon felt like that I would be a good candidate. Turns out that I was the perfect candidate. He was very impressed with kind of the they like to call it starting point. So, you know, the breast development that you have already, they kind of call that the starting point, And then they go off of what's already there to either enhance, increase or decrease of breast size, which he was kind of shocked because he's done a lot of gender top surgery. And he was very impressed with the, the amount of growth that I had naturally. And he would think, Getting implants in would only increase my femininity, but also the overall look and shape of everything would be very natural. Because that was one of my major concerns going into the surgery was I want it to look normal. You know, I want them to look normal. I want them to look natural. You know, if I am out 
topless, I don't want people to like immediately look at me and be like, you had a breast job. So that was, you know, the biggest concern was, will it look natural and will it give me what I lost? And my surgeon was very confident that it would not only bring back what I lost, but also give a little bit more volume. You know, I'm not, I wasn't the type of person that wanted to go in and be like, hey, I want double D's or triple D's. Like, I don't need large breasts. I was, you know, my goal was just get what I lost and put in the right implants that fit my frame and body. So those were my big concerns. All the concerns that I had, he addressed and said that it should be fine, especially with the amount of growth that I had to begin with. He was very confident that it'll look natural. I'll get back what I want, what I had. And it will only like, I guess what I'm trying to say is I would have fuller breasts if that's the correct word to say because obviously prior to surgery or prior to having bottom surgery you know my breasts were very developed more towards the bottom and then as you go up to the upper range of the breast it was not as full it was definitely like majority of the breast growth was down at the bottom which is fine you know it looked good but now that I was talking to these plastic surgeons you know Having the ability to have a much more fuller breast and cleavage uh, would be just an added bonus. And and luckily, my surgeon was, again, very confident that I could, there's a very, very good chance that I would have cleavage for the first time, which is great because that was kind of my, the upper, the lack of upper range breast growth definitely triggered dysphoria and stuff like that. So hearing that, and pretty much checking all of my boxes with regards of what I was wanting and what I was looking for made me a lot more comfortable kind of going through it. Obviously, with any kind of surgery, you never know what the outcome is actually going to be. So it's always hit and miss. You know, I ran into that same situation with my bottom surgery. You know, you can see pictures of the surgeon's work, you know, as much as possible. But at the end of the day, when it regards you know, when it comes down to you, there's no real way to, to know what the outcome is going to be, which is scary. And trying to get over that, that last hurdle of getting me to 100% wanting this surgery, that was, that was hard. It was a difficult pill because, you know, obviously my bottom surgery did not go as planned and had a lot of complications, you know, made going into this breast surgery even harder because I'm already... Oh, for one, with regards to gender-related surgeries, and I was I was very afraid that you know everything went wrong on my bottom surgery. So that means everything is going to go wrong with my breast surgery, and I will be now oh for two with gender-related surgeries, which would then that would go into uh, my stage two surgery, the labiaplasty and that I have in December going into that surgery over two and, you know, dealing with all that, it just kept, kept building and building. So it made it a lot more complicated getting me to a hundred percent positive that I wanted it. So the, yeah, those were the biggest concerns. Are they going to look natural? Are they going to fit my frame? Is this surgery going to go according to plan? And am I going to be happy with the final result? 
So obviously I made the decision to go through with it. And now, yeah, so that was last Wednesday. And since then I've been recovering. It's been not necessarily a tough recovery, but it's nowhere near the the recovery process from bottom surgery was. (laughs) You know, I I take that for a win, but you know, I'm still in a lot of pain and obviously very restricted to what I can do. You know, I can't really move my arms a whole lot, especially lifting them up above my head because obviously this, the incision and stuff like that, you want to make sure. So it's like, I'm very restricted to what I can do. I'm mostly laying in bed. Pain medication helps to a point, but not really. It feels like the recovery is going according to plan. All of the things that I've brought up to the nurses of like, the pains that I'm feeling, they all said is perfectly normal. So that's a benefit. And yesterday was the first time that I finally kind of got out of the compression bra that they put me in for the first time, which is scary, you know, because I had some out, I had some bandages, outer bandages to, you know, protect the incision the first uh, two, three days. And I was scared to death to take those bandages off. You know, all I could think of taking those bandages off was that the incision would pop open and everything would just kind of like, you know, I would just start bleeding out from the breast like I did from the vagina. And I was really scared to death. But also on top of that, taking the bra off for the first time, you're seeing your breasts naked for the first time, which was also scary because obviously how the breasts are looking right now isn't going to be what they look like in like a month time or something. Cause you know, things, the, you know, the body needs to get used to the implant and then the implant needs to get nestled into its pocket and then the swelling needs to go down. And then kind of that's when it starts laying in a more natural spot, but taking the bra off and then taking the, the wraps off were the hardest thing to do. And luckily I had my partner with me during that difficult time. They helped me a lot, you know, cause there was a lot of crying going on. I think it probably took two, yeah, it took like two times to do it. The first time I took the bra off and I was just too scared to take the wraps off. I didn't want to fuck anything up, but so I put the bra back on and kind of lay down for a bit to, you know, gather my emotions and reviewing the post-op care documentation. And I was like, well, I don't really have a choice. These wraps need to come off because they're like, the wraps need to be removed two, three days after surgery. So took the bra off again. I didn't necessarily like how they looked, but I was also, A, my expectations were low for what it would eventually look like. I thought they would look a lot worse than they do. But also, you know, I had realistic expectations of this isn't the end result. You know, there's a lot of swelling going on and things will start kind of the swelling would go down and then everything would kind of just like go back into its default normal position. But it was a difficult thing to look at because obviously in your mind's eye, you see a perfect end result. And obviously you can't see that until a month or two down the line. So got it off the second time took the wraps off, took it easy and slow just to make sure. And my partner reassured me that the incisions look great, nothing to worry about. There was no bleeding or anything like that. So I, I appreciate them for their help and emotional support a lot because I don't, I don't think I would have been able to do that by myself. Well, 
correction, I would not have been able to do any of that by myself because I'm restricted to arm movements and everything like that, which would make it very difficult, you know, just getting the bra back on afterwards. I'm like, I don't know how anybody would be able to do this by themselves. So I was very fortunate to have somebody with me to help. And thank you. I also took the opportunity to take a shower as well, which was also scary, you know, because you're having water, direct water hitting it and then, you know, cleaning the areas and obviously not able to do a whole lot because of my range of motion is very limited. So my partner is very nice to also help me bathe. So now that that was, you know, we now that I overcame that hurdle, it looks like everything's good which I'm happy about. Uh, I really hope that everything kind of starts settling down and they get into their groove a little bit. But yeah, I mean, we'll see how it goes. This is, so yeah, this is why I haven't been streaming at all since Tuesday. And for this mini episode that I'm doing today, because I want to make sure that I get my episode, you know, get my episodes in and try not to skip a week to, my best ability. But, you know, I look forward, you know, coming up, I have a post-op appointment in clinic next week to have everything get looked over and see what the progress is and next steps after that. But yeah, now having larger boobs, it's uh, it's it's a bit of an, an adjustment, I would have to say. Every time I look down, I'm like, oh, wow, there's like things obstructing my view of the rest of my body, which is kind of funny and you know another thing to kind of get used to uh same with like the added weight you know obviously my boobs are now heavier compared to they were i have clavage side boob which i never had side boob that's cool so you know it's there's definitely lots of positives and everything like that which is great so i'll keep everybody up to date with how the surgery is going so far everything is going according to plan and we'll just see. We'll see how it goes. I already know that I'm going to have to buy new bras. Uh, a lot of my t-shirts aren't going to fit anymore. Most likely the majority of my jackets aren't going to fit. Like literally what this t-shirt that I'm wearing right now is kind of the only t-shirt that is loose enough to fit. So I'm going to have to get new clothing and I'll be donating a lot of clothing, which I wasn't fully prepared for that, but I, I knew going in that majority of my wardrobe wasn't going to fit anymore. So there's a lot of fun things to look forward to and all that stuff. So, you know, I'm I'm excited, but also scared and also hesitant at the same time just because of what I went through with my bottom surgery. So, yeah, that's that's kind of my. So that's our first mini episode for the podcast. Short and sweet. Thank you, everybody, for giving this podcast a listen. If you have any questions or comments about anything that I talked about today, feel free to send me an email to podcast at hi, my name is Aaron.com. Aaron is spelled E-R-I-N. There's also a link down in the show notes. And also be sure to follow the podcast over on Twitter at hi, my name is underscore life. Thank you, everybody, for giving it a listen. Please like, share, download, and subscribe. It helps a lot. And hopefully next week, we'll be back to the regular scheduled program of finishing my story. If not, 
I'll try my best to get another mini episode up. So yeah, until then, thanks everybody for stopping by. Bye-bye.